Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Wasn't it great to be in the house of God? Hallelujah. I'm just glad to be in God's house. You know, I I believe I have a word for us today. I I believe it's a divine word for you. Uh, As I preach, I always believe one word from God can change your whole situation. And, And today, I believe that one thing that I might say, and won't be orchestrated by me, but by the Holy Spirit, I believe can change your whole situation. And so today, I want you just to lean in on this word today. I want you to press in today on this word because this word, I just feel, is for our church. It's for you as an individual. And, and I believe that this word can change your destiny. Come on. I, I, I believe it can change your destiny. I, can, I believe it's going to be that pivoting point that's going to get you to the next level that you need to be at. Hallelujah. How many are ready to go to the next level? How many are ready to move on from the level you're at right now? Maybe some of you are ready to move quick. God, can you do it now? Can you, can you, can you uh, uh, expedite it now? Make it happen quick. Uh, God can do it in the twinkling of an eye. Amen. He can turn your storm into calmness. Hallelujah. Uh, Because today, I believe today is the day of new beginnings. It's the day of new beginnings. It's a new beginning for somebody today. Today, God is about to release a new lease on life today. Have you ever been in a lease agreement? And once that lease agreement's lifted off of you, you feel so relieved. Hallelujah. I I, I believe today that God is going to give you a new lease on life. Not one with bondage, but one with peace and joy and and, and His fullness. I I believe today God is about to release that into your life. And and so today, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn over to Matthew chapter number 8. And verse number 24 through 27 is going to be our text today. And if I was to have a title for this message, and, and I believe this word of this title is for us. It's entitled, Fear Not. Come on. Hallelujah. Are you with me today? Fear not. The Lord brought me here tonight, today to give this word to you and tell you, don't be afraid. Fear not. For what God is about to do. I believe today is a new day. Today is the day of new beginnings. Maybe you've had a crummy week. I'll just be real with you. Have you ever had just a crummy week? Might be a crummy month. Get get ready because we're getting ready to be launched into November. Come on Tuesday. It's going to be, we're going to step into a new level. So today I want to entitle this, Fear Not. Because so many people, even as Christians, we walk around in fear. Come on, we walk around in fear. Fear of the unknown. 
You know, we've been gripped. Our world has been gripped in fear. And today, I believe we need to break that bondage of fear today. Come on. We need to be the church of example of breaking the fear of bondage. Where, where the liberation will come back to the church. Where people will want to come into the church. Because I'm preparing you for something. The thing that I've been preaching on and the theme that has happened in this church is church is about to break out in revival. I, I liked what you said the other day whenever we was over at your house, Jill. You said the church needs to get back to repentance. And once we get back to the repentance, we will see revival break out. But we're too afraid to repent. We're too afraid to acknowledge what we've done wrong. We're too afraid of acknowledging the fear that we've been walking in. And, and today the Lord gave me this word, fear not. Come on, turn to your neighbor and tell him, fear not. Don't fear. Don't fear what God, God is about to do something amazing in your life. He's about to remove all that fear off of you. Fear of rejection. God is about to remove it off of you today. Somebody today is about to get liberated from the fear that you've been walking in, from the bondage you've been walking in. So today, I just want to start this text in, in Matthew chapter number 8 and verse number 24. It says, suddenly. Come on, everybody say suddenly. Suddenly, a furious storm came upon the lake. So that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus, everybody say, but Jesus, Jesus. was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. He replied, you of little faith. Why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed and asked, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. I, I, I want you to see something in this scripture today. This is the first encounter the disciples had with Jesus. They had an encounter. Somebody today, you're about to have an encounter with the Most High today. You've come to the Epicenter Church and this is a place where the Holy Spirit is welcome. And God is about to invade your situation today. Just like He did for the disciples. Jesus showed up and He showed off. Hallelujah. The first thing He told them was, fear not. Where, where's, your, where's your faith? He said, don't fear. Don't fear, you of little faith. I, I'm here to tell somebody today, don't fear about your situation and don't have little faith. Let your faith come alive today because God wants to turn your whole situation around. He wants to do it not for you, but for His glory. See, so many times we're so focused on ourselves, and we're selfish people. Come on, it can be hard for some of us to, 
to, to, to agree with. If you can't agree with it, you, you're probably selfish. God says, get ready, fear not, because I am with you. That's what we've been talking about this last, even last week. Jesus is right here beside us. No matter how bad the storms or the waves are. Mama Parr, it's good to see you. Love you, Mama Parr. Hallelujah. No matter how bad the waves are trying to overtake you. Jesus said, oh, you have little faith. Just have faith in me. Have faith in my power. Have faith in my anointing. Don't have faith in yourself. Have faith in me and see what I can do for you. I, I like what Isaiah says. It says in 41 in verse number 11, it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Hallelujah. Come on. He's, he's speaking this to somebody today. You feel like you're all in this battle by yourself, but the Lord's saying... Do, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The Lord's saying today, I'm going to lift you up. I'm going to pull you out of the pit. I'm going to pull you out of your dilemma. I'm going to pull you out of your setback. Come on, sometimes we have these setbacks in life. That we think, oh man, it's going to be all over with. But the Lord's saying today, it's not a setback. God's just setting you up for something amazing that is about to happen in your life. So don't fear in the situation that you're in right now because God is about to pull you through it. He says, do not fear for I'm with you. Isn't it great to know that you're going, you're going through it with God? Hallelujah. 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 I mean, I, I, I remember just as kids, and I'm glad to see my dad and his wife here today. I, I remember as kids, there's some, place, some places that we didn't like to walk in because of fear. But by grabbing a hold of daddy's hand, come on, are you with me? It brought security. It brought a security to you, to my life. It was like, hey, if dad's got my hand, he's got my side. He's got my back. I don't have anything to fear. And it gave you a different walk. Come on, it gives you a different walk when your dad grabs a hold of your hand. When my dad would grab a hold of my hand, something different would happen. My attitude changed. Because it's more powerful to walk in two in twos than it is in one. I, I, I heard this guy, these two guys were out hunting and, 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 and they came across the bear and, and both of them was both in fear of that bear. And the other guy says, you know what, I don't have anything to be afraid of. And he goes, why is that? And he says, all I got to do is outrun you. <laughs> So many times we walk in fear, but when we have God on our side and He's walking with you through your storm and through your situation, there's no fear needed to be 
Because God is right there beside you no matter what you're going through right now, Anita. The Lord's saying today, today's your day. It's a new day for you. You better get ready because God is about to move on your life. Today is our day. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. God is about to do something to the epicenter church and take us to a level that we've never been at before. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. The Bible says, do not fear for I am with you. I'm going to hold you up in my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41 verse 13 says, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, for I am the one who helps you. No matter where you're at, the Lord's saying, I'm with you. I'm going to walk with you. I like what the scripture says because God's word's not going to return to his empty. It's not going to return to his void. His word is truth. We need to grab a hold of his word. Hallelujah. We need to grab a hold of his word and say, God, I'm going to grab a hold of your word till you bless me. Till I know that you're right there. Hallelujah. You might be in the middle of a storm, but you need to grab a hold of God and say, God, I'm going to grab a hold of you until I know you're here. Have you ever been through a dilemma where you're like, God, where are you at? Why haven't you showed up? I've been praying. I've been faithful. I've been standing in the gap. I've been trusting you. But where are you at? Why hasn't it happened yet? The Lord's saying today, and I feel like this is for somebody today, it's His time. And His time's about to be released in your life. And whenever He releases His time, His will will come forth in His time. God is about to move upon somebody's life in this time and in this season. This is the place and, and God is about to move in a great mighty way. This is our season. We're about to step into a new season. Hallelujah. Psalms chapter number 46 and verses 1 through 3 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Hmm. Anybody ever been in trouble? I'm not even going to look at my dad right now. <laughs> I could have been in trouble when I was a kid, huh? God is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. No matter what you're going through, no matter what trouble you're in, God's there to help you out. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forsake you. I mean, I got, I got a, you guys all know Bishop Bill Terrell. I mean, Bishop Bill Terrell, about, he was 28 years old when he was in prison, in jail. I mean, he was in trouble. He was a troublemaker. And he'll tell you, he was a troublemaker. He troubled me whenever I was little. <laughs> Tried to throw my football up on the building, and I said, Nuh-uh. In the third grade, he was just as big then as he is now. <laughs> I grabbed a hold of his arm. I said, no, you're not going to throw my ball on the roof. <laughs> he turned around with his other hand and went, pow! <laughs> Gave me the biggest black eye I ever had. 
And all I could see is my ball spiraling up onto the, onto the roof of the building. I was in trouble. <laughs> but God, but Jesus can turn the whole situation around. It, it may take a couple years, but He'll turn it all around. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, that the bully that was in school uh, even went into prison. He was in a lot of trouble. God even had the grace to turn everything around for his life because he needed to be connected back with me. I didn't want to be connected back with him in his lifestyle. But God turned it all around. And I'll never forget, I was going to a revival with Pastor Steve Hayes in Kingfisher, Oklahoma. And I was going over to pick up his nephews to take them to church. And as I was going over there, I knocked on their door and there stood Bill Terrell. Filled up the whole door. Didn't realize he just got out of prison. Come on, are you with me today? God's about to turn somebody's trouble around. And I know he didn't mind me telling this story because this is the truth story. I saw him and the first thing that came out of my mouth was, you want to go to church? We're going to revival. And he looked at me and he said, yes, I want to go. I, just let me go change shirts. I'm like, Okay, I ran back to the car, I called Iris and I said, I told her about the story how he punched me and knocked my lights out and, and I'm like, I'm like, Iris, we're either going to have church tonight or I'm going to get beat up again, I don't know what. Get to church, didn't realize he got saved in church. God changed it, took the trouble that he was in and turned it all around. I didn't realize that day that God was about to connect us back together again. To God be the glory. I'm telling you something. The Lord's saying today, don't fear. Don't fear what you're going through right now because I'm about to turn it all around. He turned it all around for me. When he turned it around, he took that bully and turned him into one of my board of directors. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We tag team preached together. Hallelujah. We was down in Althus, Oklahoma, put tag team preaching. I'm telling you, when we get together, the anointing falls. The Bible says one has set a thousand a flight and two has set ten thousand a flight. See, God will turn your trouble around. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. The Lord's saying to somebody today, don't fear. Fear not. Fear not. I, I'm about to turn your troubles upside down. I'm about to turn them around. You're not going to walk in lack any longer. I'm about to turn it all around for my glory, says the Lord. Today is your day. It's a new beginning. It's a new lease on life. We need to walk in His power and in His anointing. Fear not. Let me give you some points today. This is a note-taking church. I love it. Fear not. Number one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it to you in a big way. I'm gonna blast it on the very first point. Hmm. Number one, fear not. What you can't control. 
Fear not of what you cannot control. Come on, I already talked about control freaks. Hmm. And we like to control everything. We want everything in our order. The disciples, when they were in that boat, they wanted it in their order. And then all of a sudden, the storm came. And they're like, oh, what do we do now? What do we do now? Let's wake this guy up. Let's wake him up. Come on. Hey, Jesus, wake up. I know you're, you're new here, but come on, wake up. I, I, I know we're out here fishing, and the storm's coming in. Wake up. And he wakes up, and he, he looks at them all and saying, hey, hey, all ye of little faith, all ye of little faith, fear not, for I am with you. Uh, they couldn't control it. They couldn't control the winds and the waves that were coming in. But Jesus, that was walking by their side, that was sleeping in the bow of the boat, awoke up and spoke to the seas and calmed them down. Come on, God is about to stand up in the bow of your boat. Come on, who's, who's hearing this word today? He's about to stand up in the bow of your boat, Candace. And he's about to say to the waves and the storms, be still. God's got this. I'm just supposed to tell you today, God's got this. God's got this. Come on, this is for somebody else. Anthony, it's for you today. God's got this. God's got this. Be still, storms. God is about to speak to your storms. He's about to speak to your fear. And He's saying, be still. I'm right there beside you. I'm walking right beside you. Fear not what you cannot control. Don't fear what you can't control. Just give it to God. Give it all over to Him. Hallelujah. Although you're still getting your fingerprints all over it, don't, don't worry about it. Give it to God. Let him, let him take care of it. Fear not. Number two. Fear not that prophetic word that was spoken over you. Has anybody ever had a word spoken over them? Sometimes when that word is so big... Hallelujah. You're like, oh God, how can you accomplish this? The Lord's speaking to somebody today. He knows the plans He has for you, declares the Lord plans not to harm you, but plans to give you a hope for the future. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm just speaking this to you or if I'm speaking this to myself. Because I keep getting prophetic words over and over. I'm getting prophetic dreams over and over. Ever since we've, we've started at Epicenter Church, the Holy Spirit's been downloading prophetic words and prophetic dreams. And I'm like, God, I, I'm not, I, we, we can't do, I can't do this. And he says, it's okay, I can do it. I, I'm going to do it for you. I mean, I just had a prophetic word just this week. It was fresh off the press. And I'm like, God, I don't know. I don't know. But God can calm the storms. God can make a way where there seems to be no way. It does, when God speaks it, you better be ready because that settles it. 
That settles it. God's about to do something amazing. I mean, it was so big, Mama Parr, I'm like, and I know He's done it in you. He's done it in Pastor Steve. I know He, and, and it keeps coming to me over and over. Get ready because the place we're at is not big enough for the capacity of people that is about to come. Because revival is in the land and God is about to pour out His revival upon this church. And this church, I'm speaking this over this church today, is going to be the model of all revivals. It's going to be the model and the mold of all revivals that have ever broke out across this nation, across this world. God said it's not going to be like Azusa Conference. It's not going to be like the Topeka Revival. It's not going to be like all of that. He's looking for somebody who's hungry and thirsty for righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And that's what I see in Epicenter Church. God is about to bring forth a revival. Because Bridget, you have a story. And in that story is going to bring forth revival. Uh, David, you got a story. And in your story is going to bring forth revival. Uh, Anthony, you have a story. And in that story is going to bring forth revival. Can I tell you, the revival breaks out in the story. Can I say that again? Revival, that's Holy Spirit driven. Revival breaks out in your story. Oh, you have a story. I, I like that old song. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Come on, are you with me? I, I'm not going to sing it to you because Hallie's here. She'll make fun of me when I start singing. This is my story. Come on, are, are you with me today? You have a story. Come on, tell your neighbor you got a story. You got a story. And a revival is going to break out in your story. The Bible says, let me just show you this. This isn't even in my notes. This is just extra, okay? This is extra. The Bible says, Grandma Shirley, it says this. They overcome them through the blood of the Lamb and the word of their story, their testimony. What is your testimony? It's your story. Whoa. Come on. They overcome through the blood of the Lamb and the word of their story, their testimony. God is about to release testimony after testimony in this city, in this church. And revival is going to break out. God's about to expand your story. Come on, I'm prophesying this over you today. God's about to expand your story. He's about to expand your story. Your story is about to get bigger and bigger. Hallelujah. Your story is about to get bigger and bigger. To God be the glory. Fear not what you can control. Fear not that prophetic word that was spoke over you. Lord, Holy Spirit told me to write these three uh, points. Three, four, and five together. We're going to just read, I'm just going to read them, three, four, and five. Fear not the past, fear not the present, and fear not the future. Fear not the past, 
So many people, why are you saying fear not the past? Because so many people beat themselves up over your past. Quit fearing your past. The past is in the past. Come on. If it's under the blood, it's as though, the Bible says, it's as though it hasn't even happened. Oh, man, it, this, is, this is a powerful God that we serve. I mean, we've got a God that just wipes away all of our sin, all of our iniquity, all of anything that we've ever done. He said, fear not your past. Fear not your presence, the present, or fear not the future, because God is about to do a new thing. Hallelujah. What is it? Isaiah 43 and verse number 18 and 19 says, Forget the former things and quit dwelling on the past. See that I am doing a new thing. You know what he's saying to somebody today? Don't fear your past. Don't fear your present. Don't fear your future. Because God has you. God's got this. God's got your situation. So do not fear. Quit walking in fear. Hallelujah. Hey, you know, when you walk in fear, you're always looking over your shoulder. Come on. I mean, you feel guilty when you're walking in fear. Uh, Joshua, he got him a, he got him a, a, a pickup. And uh, we went and picked it up. And the, and the guy, we picked it up over and more. And, and, and the guy, he took off the license plate. Man, I was like, you don't do that. We need a license plate. I mean, I'm like, okay, Josh, I'm going to follow you all the way home. I'm going to stay right on your bumper. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, you're not supposed to drive around without a license plate. You're going to get pulled over. And so, you know, every time we went by a police officer, I mean, I was, I was like shaking. Like, is he going to get stopped? <laughs> you know, I, I, was walking, I, was, I was driving in fear because we didn't have what we needed to have on that vehicle. I, was, I felt like we was driving illegally. Didn't know you you have five days to get a license plate on your tag on your truck when you buy it. I didn't know that, but I was walking in fear. But that's the way Christians are. So many times, uh, you'll see something, you'll see a police officer driving down, and then you walk in fear because of that, because of the guilt and the shame that's in your life. And, and the Lord wants somebody to know today to quit walking around in guilt and quit walking around in shame because His name that is above all names has already canceled out everything, all that guilt and all that past in your life. Once you bow your knee to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and say, Jesus, forgive me. Revival's coming back in repentance. We got to repent of our past so we can move on to our present. And then we can move on to our future and not walk in fear. Fear not the past, fear not the present, and fear not the future. Number six, fear not the storm. Don't fear the storm you're in. Don't fear it. Can I tell you why not to fear it? Because it's not worth it. Not worth your time. Don't fear the storm. I mean, if it's raining on your parade right now, get out an umbrella and dance in it. 
dance in it. Start praising God in the middle of your storm. Don't fear your storm. Praise Him in the storm. Because when you praise Him in the storm, it shows your strength in Him. Because you're not relying on yourself. You're in the middle of the storm. You're not relying on yourself. You're relying on God. And if God's with you, He'll be dancing with you. Hallelujah. He'll be dancing with you and God, God's just waiting for you to start dancing. Hallelujah. We need to dance. We need to get our dance back in the church. We need to get our dance back in the church. Well, we just start praising Him in the storm. We start thanking Him in the storm. We start kicking the water in the storm. Hallelujah. And thank God for the storm because God's about to bring you through the storm. Hallelujah. He's about to bring you through the storm. He did it for the disciples. If He did it for them, He's going to do it for you. Hallelujah. Number seven. Fear not the closed door in your life. Hallelujah. Number seven. Close the door to fear in your life. Don't fear that door. Close the door of fear in your life. Close it. Close it. Hallelujah. When you close it, God's going to lock that door so you can't open it back up again. Hallelujah. Because when He locks that door, He's about to open another door. He's about to make a way where there seems to be no way. Hallelujah. Fear not. I've given you your fear nots. Seven fear nots. Fear not what you can control, can't control. Fear not the prophetic word that was spoken over you. Fear not the past. Fear not the present. Fear not the future. Fear not the storm. Close the door to, to fear. Now we're going to take a transition here, okay? In the middle of this message. We're going to transition from fear to faith. Come on. We need to transition from fear to faith. Instead of walking in fear, we need to start walking in faith. And believe God for big things. Hallelujah. If you was here on Thursday night, you would have heard Rick say, you need to ask big. I think he's getting it. Hallelujah. He was fired up, man. He was like, you need to ask big. You, you need to seek big. You need to receive big. He's getting a hold of the Word. You, we need to get a hold of the Word that God's speaking to us. We need to ask big. We need to, we need to have big faith. Hallelujah. If we don't have big faith, we're, not, we're just going to stay right here. We're not going to be on our new land and our new building. If, if we don't have faith in God, faith can do it. Faith can move mountains. Faith can bring revival. 
We need to transition from fear to faith. In Psalms 34, verse 4 and 5, I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Psalms 56 and verse number 3 through 4 says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? We have to take that transition from fear into faith. We need to have faith in God. Faith in God. Have faith in God. Psalms 23 and verse number 4 says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We're walking by faith and not by sight, knowing God is in control. See, those disciples had an awakening in that, in that boat. In the middle of that storm, they had an awakening. Because God took them from fear to faith. Right there in the middle of that boat. Took them from fear to faith. God's about to take you from fear to faith in the middle of the boat that you're in. Have faith in God. Let me give you six points real quick. And I'm going to close with this today. Have faith in God with what you can't control. Come on. We're transitioning from fear to faith. Have faith in God with the prophetic word that was spoke over your life. It may not have been a prophetic word. It may be a prophetic dream. It may be a vision. But have faith in God to see you through it. Have faith in God with your past. Have faith in God with your present. Have faith in God with your future. Number, number six, have faith in God with your storm. We have to have faith in God. Can I go through those points again? Do you have them, Josh? Number one, have faith with what you can't control in God. Have faith in God with what you can't control. Have faith in God with the prophetic words spoken. Have faith in God with your past. Have faith in God with your present. Have faith in God with your future. Have faith in God with your storm. Come on. We need to have faith in God. God is about to turn it around. God's the one that can turn it around. He did it in the boat for the disciples. He's about to do it for you today. We just have to have that faith. Faith in Him. God, you're about to do it. You're about to do it. Deuteronomy chapter number 3 and verse 22 says, You shall not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Have faith in God. He's about to fight for you. Joshua chapter number 1 and verses 7 through 9. It says, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn... 
from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Hallelujah. Fear not. God's got this. God's got your situation. He hasn't left you as an orphan. He's been there the whole time. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.